stones. That's mine. Not anymore. <laughs> Come and get it if you can. But it's mine. It's mine. Oh, Father, it's just a rock. <laughs> just a rock. Oh, but my child, it's his rock. Well, Bartholomew, what's the sermon in that stone? <coughs> what? Come now, the master tells us to teach in his name. What sort of lesson would he draw from that? I don't know. What sort of a question is that, Matthew? The lesson is that parents should keep their children in line and not let them run around like bandits in the hills. Well, Thomas, I don't think that's what he'd say. Maybe he'd say, you must be like the younger boy and find your treasures and things of the earth and not things of men. No, Matthew. The master would say, the boy was weeping because he had lost a stone. How much more you will weep if you lose the kingdom of God? And yet, how many of you think as much of the kingdom of God as you think of worthless rocks from a field? Whoever has ears, let him hear. Master, I thought you were teaching over there. I was, Nathaniel Bartholomew, while you were teaching over here. <clears throat> Not much of a sermon, actually. Uh, don't we you just... know the Spirit of God when it teaches truth to your heart? It was a perfect sermon, because it was true. Look at these people. Must be 4,000 men and their families. They've been with me now three days. I healed all the sick they brought me. Why are they still here? Too lazy to go back home. Oh, Thomas, is that why you stay with me? No, Master. Well, then why should you think they're any worse than you? These are people who hunger for the words of righteousness more than they hunger for food. And yet... Their bodies must also be fed. Should we send them home now? They have nothing to eat, Matthew. Some of them have been fasting most of the day they've been here. If I sent them home like this, some of them will faint from hunger on the way. What do you want us to do then? Feed them. Feed them? Feed all these people? But Master, we're in the middle of the wilderness. Where are we going to get the bread to feed a crowd like this? After all I've given you, you have nothing to feed them. Master, we've eaten all that we've... Matthew, the Master is speaking spiritually. He's telling you that after all he's taught you, you should have something to teach them. Oh, is that it? I'm always speaking spiritually. And I'm always speaking in the flesh. How can they serve the kingdom of God if they die of hunger? After all I've taught you, don't you know yet how to feed such a multitude? Do you mean to feed them the way you fed the 5,000? I thought that after that you regretted it. Regretted it, Thomas? Because after that everybody just wanted to get free bread from you. Has anyone here asked me for bread? No, they, they've asked you for your teachings. Then I will also give them bread, Thomas. How much bread do you have with you? Judas Iscariot has the bag. Judas, Judas, come here. Wait a minute. Judas, I need you. I said, wait a minute. Did you hear how that disciple spoke to the master? That one was Judas, one of the 12 witnesses. I suppose he's simply too close to the master to be respectful anymore. Judas is such a fine one, isn't he? Hush, Thomas. If the master doesn't complain, we shouldn't either. Where's Simon Peter? There, at the foot of the hill, with James and Andrew and John. Simon Peter, come here. 
Master, did you call me? I'm coming. Master. Master, what did you want? Why did you call? Stay with me for a moment. Master, here I come. Was it you that called me? I didn't recognize your voice over such a distance. I thought by now that you'd know my voice, Judas. I was busy teaching, doing the work of the kingdom. So was I. The Lord called to his servant one day, and his servant answered, I can't come, I'm working in your field. So the Lord called another servant, and that one answered, I can't come, I'm pruning your vineyard. And he called another servant, and she answered, My Lord, I'm scouring your pots, and the bread is in the oven, but I'll come. And she came to him. Which was the better servant? Well, the one who came. Of course not. The bread would be burnt, and the pots would get hard and crusty. But if she didn't come when her Lord called her Judas, she would have clean pots and fine loaves. But she would never know what it was that he wanted of her. Now, Judas, how much bread do we have with us? Seven loaves and the last of the salted fish, just a few small ones. Good. Uh, bring them to me. We're going to feed these people. But it's the last of our supplies. Oh, you're going to do a miracle. I'll get the bread. Oh, you're going to do a miracle. Well, in that case, I'll go get the bread. <coughs> Thomas, peace. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Call the people together so I can break bread with them all. Here, quickly. What is it? Is the master leaving? No. Bring the basket. The master is going to feed us a dinner today. But we have no food, nothing to bring. Come on, Armoni. Adriel. What is it, Father? Are we going to eat? The master is going to break bread. Oh, Lord, who made the heavens and the earth, who made the grain leap into life in the field, who feeds the fishes in the sea. Here are the children of the kingdom whose spirits are satisfied, though their flesh is weak from hunger. Show them that there is always enough of the things of the earth that none of them needs to be hungry, as long as their hearts belong to the kingdom of God. Amen. 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 He doesn't speak to God the way other men do, the way the rabbis do, just reciting the words. He speaks as if he knew him. It's as if he, well, as if he were speaking to his father. I wish I could pray like that, Simon Peter. Oh, sometimes, Matthew, sometimes I can. And, well... And what, Peter? Sometimes when I've prayed, thoughts come into my mind or... Words come into my mouth, and I say them. And even while I'm talking, I know that, well, they're not my words. Not your words? Sometimes I feel as if God could use my voice for his words. Is it true, Peter? Oh, sometimes. And other times I feel as though my heart were made of lead and my tongue were cut from stone. Sometimes I think that's why he calls me Peter. The stone, because nothing can possibly get into my head. <laughs> Come on, Peter. Matthew, are you going to help carry the bread among the people or just stand there talking? Sorry. Of course, Thomas. <laughs> I can remember a time, Simon Peter, when we used to stand in awe 
and watch every great thing the master did. Well, now we know the sort of power he has. What amazes me these days is when I actually find some small part of that power in me. But, come on, it's no miracle that'll carry the bread out among the people. It's us. Here it is, Master. Seven baskets of bread and fish left over. Get it ready to take with us. We're leaving. And tell the people that we've finished in this place. It's time for them to go back to their homes. Tell their neighbors what they've seen and heard here so that they can also repent of their sins and come to me. We don't have enough bags to carry all this bread with us. Then share it out with the multitude, Judas. Do I need to tell you everything to do? We're through in this place. It's time for all of you to go home. Tell your neighbors. Oh. Peter, the sun's coming up. Oh, it does that every morning. Andrew, where are you taking us? To Magdalene. Not Capernaum. Master said Magdalene. This wind, Peter, is it going to storm? The sky was red last night. It's clear this morning. It's fair weather today. Morning. Morning. Oh, I'm hungry today. What, today you expected to be an angel who doesn't need to eat? Well, if you're hungry, take some bread. We have plenty. Gladly. Where did you stow the bags? Me? I didn't bring them aboard. You're the one who takes care of the bread, Judas. I left them at the large rock near where you had the boat pulled ashore. Why did you do that? <laughs> because at that moment the master called me away. So I left my work immediately. I thought one of you would notice it and pull it aboard. Well, someone probably did. Andrew. Want to take a turn at the tiller? No, you and James have been doing a good enough job for me. Tell me, did you stole the bread? I thought Judas did. Well, he left them near the boat for someone else to load. He might have mentioned it. Where did he put them? By the rock. Well, Simon, we didn't set out until after dark. We wouldn't have seen bags of bread near the bouldery. Well, it would have looked like part of the rock. Well, I didn't see it between the bow and the stern. That's it. We, we left the bread behind, not to mention the bags. Oh, good. The master wants us to serve in the kingdom, and we can't even keep track of the bread. Well, we'll be in Magdala soon. We can buy some bread. Judas may have left the bread, but you can bet he'll hold tight to the money purse. <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth, peace be unto you. And unto you, Barak. You're the rabbi who asked me for a sign. And you're the prophet who wouldn't give one. But Barak, I did give you a sign. What sign was that? Wasn't it sign enough that Mary had seven devils cast out of her? And a worse one put back in. You took her from Magdala with you. She desired the kingdom of heaven. But you had another sign, Barak. And what was that? It's a miracle that you perform every day. Or don't you call it a miracle when a man with two good eyes goes out in broad daylight and says, There is no sun, there is no light. And then the people of Magdala actually call him wise. <laughs> Are you talking about me or you? But, Barak, the people of Magdala don't call me wise. 
I think your rabbi will be unhappy if I teach within his synagogue. So hear me outside. I won't have you preaching to the people of Magdala. Very well, Barak. I'll just hold private conversation with my disciples. And if your villagers happen to overhear, that's hardly my fault. <laughs> Are you making a fool out of me? I'll have to let you be the judge of that, Barak. How can I know if you were any wiser before I came? Come, Rabbi, let this Jesus mock all he likes. We'll be in the bosom of Abraham while he's tormented in hell. Watch what you say about the master. Peace, Simon. You who follow me, my friends, be very careful about the bread you eat. Be careful of bread that has been leavened by the Pharisees or by Herod. Who told him about the bread? We don't need to tell him. Now he'll rebuke us in front of everybody. Thomas. <laughs> oh, Thomas, you have too little faith. Do you think I'm worried because you didn't bring the bread with you? Well, then what did you mean, talking about bread from Pharisees, if you weren't rebuking us for not bringing our own? Do I still need to explain everything to you? I think I... Master, may I tell you what I think you meant? Of course, John. Sometimes when you let bread rise too long, it becomes nothing but bubbles of air. I mean, no matter how much yeast you put into the bread, there's still the same amount of flour and oil. You can puff it up until it looks huge and it's just empty, like the teachings of the Pharisees. Careful. What do you mean, Simon? I mean, Master, that you also said to beware of bread that Herod has leavened. He's bound to have spies around us when he can, and the last thing we need is for word to get out that you're preaching against Herod. Look what happened to John the Baptist. There is the bread made from barley and the bread made from rye. But the bread made from the doctrines of men is empty. Master, do you mean that Herod is also empty? If you have ears, you can hear. Oh, John, he's as much as begging Herod to put him in prison. I think he won't go into prison until he's ready. March, march. I've never understood why soldiers always have to walk in step. <laughs> I'll make them stop it. Just for you, Herodias. Oh, no, will you? Will you? You'll never do anything for me. I've done more for you than I should have. Herod, you didn't kill John the Baptist for me. You did it for yourself. He needed to be dead. And if you had any concern for your kingdom, such as it is, you would have killed him the day you captured him. You and your daughter are two of a kind. I pity the man she marries. Do you pity the man I married? Which one? Oh, I see. The Baptist is dead, so you have to accuse me of the sins he used to shout about in the countryside. I care nothing for sin, you know. Oh, I know. All Galilee knows. All the world knows. Why, it's Shaver the spy. Should I leave? Come here, Shaver. No, Herodias, you can stay. He tells you everything afterward anyway. Oh, your Majesty, you wrong me. I serve only you. <laughs> it's true you know, Herod. I can't buy a word from him. The more you deny, the less I believe. Well, Shaver, what is it? 
In a land of a thousand rabbis and only a hundred in the congregation, I usually don't bother you about religious matters. I know. But there's one called Jesus of Nazareth. Thousands follow him wherever he goes. Until now, he hasn't worried me that much. And why not, Shaver? Because he has begun to speak against you. Three days ago in Magdala, he was heard to say, Beware of bread that has been leavened by the Pharisees, or by Herod. What do they think he is? A baker. <laughs> then, one of his disciples interpreted the parable and said that he meant we shouldn't listen to anything the Pharisees say. Excellent advice. Their bags of wind. Or anything you say either, Your Majesty. Oh, what do I care what a preacher says? I have the armies, and he hasn't. Then why do you sound so frightened, Herod? Keep your peace, woman. What about this Jesus? Why are these thousands following him? Does he plan to revolt? Oh, no. He just teaches and baptizes. Baptizes. And performs... Miracles. Miracles. <laughs> oh, come now, Shaver. We both live in the real world. I sent a man to follow this Jesus. And he came back and said that he had seen Jesus straighten the legs of a cripple and make a blind man see. I told him he had been taken in by a charlatan and sent another man. This one came back and told me that he had seen Jesus raise a man from the dead. So I sent another man, a practical man, Amos, who lost his right hand in a little uh, brush with the law a few years ago. Nothing ever fools Amos. And what did Amos do? He simply didn't come back. So I went after him myself and found him following Jesus around as one of his disciples, no less. Just following him and listening to his teachings. I asked him why he didn't come and report to me. What did he say? Nothing. He just reached out and took my hands. He took my right hand in his left hand, and he took my left hand in his right. <gasps> his hand? The one that had been cut I off? I saw the stump myself a thousand times, but now he has both hands. What sort of man is this Jesus? I collect information. I don't pretend to understand what it means. Oh, God... God in heaven, I was afraid of this. I knew it would happen. What? Herod, don't be absurd. We'll have to get him where we can keep an eye on him. In prison. Or preferably in his grave. Do you think if it didn't work before, that it'll work now? Before? What do you mean? Don't you understand? This is John the Baptist risen from the dead. John the Baptist... And now God has given him enough power to strike me down. Take control of yourself, Herod. Don't be a fool. Get out of here. Get away from me. You're a witch. You're in league with the devil. I'll have you burned. Herod, what are you saying? Get away from me. He's John the Baptist risen from the dead. You just have him put out of the way. It's as easy as that. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. It's my command. I let you rule me once. But by God, I won't do it again. What? Get out of here, Herodias. Oh, I no, hate the sight of you. No, you don't love me anymore. What do you want me to do, Herod? Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. If he comes to me, if he starts coming to where I am, tell me. 
What will you do? Run! Fly to the ends of the earth if I have to! Oh God, it's John the Baptist risen from the dead! Cold a night for even the donkeys to sleep. The people are gone at last. Master, may I ask you a question? Of course, Thomas. Master, who are you? Um, here, 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 John. Put some more sticks on the fire. We'll freeze to death before morning. You should know better than to ask that sort of question, There's Thomas. There's nothing wrong with the question, Simon. Why did you ask it, Thomas? Well, I, I talked with a, a man, with a man who follows you. A man who used to be a spy for Herod. <laughs> used to be. You healed his hand, Master, months ago. He told me that a spy brought news of you to Herod. I wonder who the spy was. He's a true man, Judas. Go on, Thomas. He says that Herod... Herod thinks you're John the Baptist, risen from the dead. Does he? That's dangerous. He's the one who killed John. What else do people say about me? Who do they say that I am? A lot of people say that you're John the Baptist. And they also say that you're Elijah the prophet. The prophecies say that he'll come back. I heard a man say that he thought you were Jeremiah. And there was a woman who swore you must be the prophet Obadiah, because you said exactly the same words once that her rabbi read from the writings of Obadiah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to think of a prophet in history that they haven't called you. But you, who do you say that I am? Master, you're the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. You're the Son of the Living God. Simon Peter, you've gone too far. No, he hasn't. It's true. I know it. So do I. Who told you this, Peter? I never said it. Well, the words just came from my mouth. I, But I know they're true. How blessed you are, Simon Barjona. Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. It was my Father in heaven who told you. You've learned much from me, but you haven't begun your learning until you can also speak to my father and learn from him. From the fountain where I drank, you must also drink, Peter. Yes, Why are you weeping, Peter? I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm happy and because I love you. Peter, I've called you my stone. Do you see now? This is the rock where I'll build my church. When God speaks directly to your heart, the gates of hell can't hold out against you. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then you are. You are the Messiah. And what is the Messiah? The Son of God. And what is a son to his father? The son of a king is the heir of the king. The son of a lord is also a lord. Enough, John. Enough. What I've told to you, 
what the Spirit of God has told to you tonight. It isn't for the world to hear. It's for us, for you, my twelve witnesses, my twelve apostles. But Lord, this is too great a thing to be kept hidden. There'll be time enough for you to teach the world who I am after my death. Your death? death. What? You're not going to die. The Son of Man will have to suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the priests and the scribes. Do you think they'll stop before they've killed me? And do you think my true work can begin until they have? For in three kill days... Kill you! They won't kill you! What do you think we're here for if not to keep you safe? They'll never come near you. Do you think that multitude out there would put up with it for a moment? Get away from me, my enemy. Does the thought of my death taste bitter to you? Then you don't know how to savor the things of God. To man, death is frightening. But what is death to God? In three days, I'll rise. Three days, and then we rise up against Rome. Am I surrounded by enemies tonight? What is Rome to me? What is death to me? Why do you insist on misunderstanding? All of you. All of you who can hear my voice, will you understand what my own witnesses refuse to understand? Whoever takes up the cross of his affliction and follows after me, he is mine. And whoever tries to save his life will lose it. And whoever willingly loses his life for my sake, for the sake of the good news of the kingdom, then his life will be saved forever. For what does it profit you if you cling to this world, to wealth and land and, and the pleasures of the flesh, what good would it do you if you lived in this world forever and lost your soul? What price can the world pay you that will make you sell them your soul? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, whoever values the opinion of the world above the opinion of God, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of you when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. What does he mean? It's the Master He's speaking of the coming of the Messiah. Master, when will the Messiah come with all his angels? Truly, I tell you, there are those among you who will not taste of death until they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Master, you're up early. Oh, I'm up late, Hannah. Uh, don't mind me. Go about your business. You aren't going out today, are you, when the weather's so foul? I'll brave the weather. Hannah, when the others wake up, tell them I will return when I return. I'm going to pray. Aren't you taking anyone with you? Yes. Who? 
Your husband and the sons of Zebedee. My husband? Where are you taking him? Oh, Hannah, don't you know yet that while the shepherd lives, the flock is safe? It's when the shepherd dies that you have to fear the wolves. Hannah, will you waken them for me? Yes, my lord. Father, I am here. Take me. Master. Master, what is it? Softly, my friends. Are you ready to come with me? But where are we going? James, we're going where the master goes. John, let's get some bread for the journey. Gather bread if you like, but whoever comes with me comes fast. Then we're ready to go right now. Come then, it's a long road ahead of us and there's a storm coming. Well, shouldn't we wait until the storm passes? This is a storm that will never pass until I pass from the world. Master... I can't bear to hear you talk. Or... There are few men, John, who can bear to hear what I say. But surely you are one. I can bear to hear whatever you say, even when you rebuke me, Master. But I can't bear to think of going back to just fishing on the sea. <laughs> then cheer up, John. You'll never go back to that. <laughs> Come with me. Come on, it's starting to rain, and we have a journey to make today, mud or no mud. <laughs> Matthew, Andrew, wake up. Oh, oh wake up. <laughs> Have I gone to sleep yet, Stephen? What, are you deaf? Did you go to sleep drunk? The master's gone and you're still here snoring. Oh, I don't think I've ever slept so soundly in all my The life. master's gone? Is anyone else, Stephen? Anyone with him? I don't know. So you're finally awake in here. Hannah, the master's gone. I know. He left early in the morning, hours ago. And he took Simon and the sons of Zebedee with him. And left the rest of us. Come on, then. I'm following them. In the rain, they're bound to leave a track in the road. And precious few others will be out in this weather. If he took only those three and left the rest of us, he must not mean us to follow him. What is the commandment, Andrew? Does he say, follow me, but only when I wake you up early in the morning? <laughs> Listen to this. Our young half-Greek instructing the master's own apostles. <laughs> I'm not instructing you, Matthew. I'm... Well, the master told me that I should do what Peter would do. Can you imagine Peter staying here with the master gone? No. No, I can't. Come on, everybody. Get up. Get up. Wake up, Nathaniel. Wake up, Judas. Keep your feet to yourself. Oh, it's raining. Why are you waking us up when it's raining? Hannah, is there bread for us to take? There's always bread for you to take. We women always have bread for you, but do you men ever have time for us? Oh, well, the master's with us, Hannah. We have time for no one but him. Oh, I wish I could go with you. Well, then come, Hannah. I can't. I have to care for the children. Bring your daughters, then. Come on, all of you. Take the bread. Let's get on our way before he's too far ahead of us. But the master took no food with him. He's fasting. He is? Then maybe we should fast, too. No, Stephen. He'll be hungry when his fast is over. We should have bread for him then. And I'm hungry now. Come on, eat. If we're going to race through a rainstorm, at least we can have something inside our ribs. <laughs> now, what are we going to do when we reach the top of the mountain? We're going to pray. But why here, Master? Because this is where I'm taking you. Well, if... 
If you want a higher mountain than this, my lord, there's one in Nabatea. <laughs> Peter, isn't this mountain high enough for you? Well, I'd climb any mountain for you, master. This is the one I've asked you to climb, and no other. Now, don't go searching for any tasks harder than the ones I've set, Peter. Whether you climb a higher mountain than me or an easier one, you'll still be far from me. Well, I'll always stay with you. There are places I'm going, Peter, where you can't go unless I'm there first to open the door. You? Open the door for me? I'm the one that should be opening doors for you. But, Peter, I'm the only one who has the key. Now, come on, climb. Look at him. He's practically flying up the hill. Like an eagle rising to its nest. Well, like a man going to meet an old friend. I don't much like the idea of being led around by Stephen, of all people. He's not even one of the twelve. Patience, Judas. Just because he's walking in front of us doesn't mean we're following him. Stephen! Where are you going? I'm following the master. He went this way. How do you know? I don't see any footprints. I'm not following footprints. You're not... You're not you've been leading us and you're not even following footprints? Go where you like, Judas. I'm following the master and he went this way. Oh, wait, Stephen. Help me and the girls up the hill. Come on, then. Oh, that's right. Hold hands. Here, give me your hand. Here, Stephen. I'll help. Come on, Hannah. Andrew, are you going to follow that boy? I'm following the master. Stephen knows the way. But he's not one of us. He's following the master. That makes him one of us. But he's not one of the twelve. He wasn't ordained. He wasn't called. But he follows. And he knows the way. Because we're ordained Jews, we have the power to lay our hands on the sick and heal them. And we preach and baptize in Jesus' name. But just because we're ordained doesn't mean others can't also follow him. Do what you like, Judas. I'm going where the master is. This is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Come on, Judas. Either come along or get out of the way. There's a whole crowd following us, if you didn't notice, and I'd hate to see you get trampled. I'm coming, but I don't like it. Personally, Judas, I don't like the idea of you coming either. But I'll give you a hand up the hill all the same. I don't want your help, Thomas. Too bad. You've got it whether you want it or not. Come on. They don't understand, except a few. I've healed them, and they haven't learned my power, except a few. Father, for the few I'm grateful, but I grieve for the others. Will all my work be in vain? I pray, I pray don't let my work fail. And even these, even they couldn't stay awake with me. Father, have I lived as you wanted me to live? Am I acceptable as the sacrifice? 
Will your mantle be placed upon my shoulders? Oh, my son. My son, all that I asked, you have done. All that I was, you are. And all that I am, you will be. Jesus, do you know me? Elijah, you've never tasted death. You were taken into heaven in a chariot of light. I longed for you all my life in the world, but you didn't come in my time. Yet God has let me come to you anyway. Jesus, do you know me? You, lawgiver. You who found God in a burning bush, Moses. In my day too, I asked the Lord, will I see the Savior come? Will the Christ come to me? And now I come to you. Come then, and let's do what the Father sent you to do. That's right. That's right. Oh, Lord, that I could embrace you. I've known you forever, Lord. Tell me, did I serve you well? Yes. Yes, you both served me well. They twist your words. They forget what you taught. But still enough remains that when I speak to them, some of them remember. <gasps> some of them recognize Peter, the truth. Peter, James. We fell asleep. Where's well. the master? We fell. Look. <sighs> Where? There. It's the master. And he. I. I can't even look at his face. It's. Shining like the sun. That's not fire. That, and That's... who is that with him? Do you know them? They're talking together. Let's come closer and listen. Closer? Peter, I'm afraid. What's happened to the master? Even his robes are pure white. Even his clothing is shining. I can't bear to look at him. If we can't see them, then we can at least hear them, John. At least we can hear. Peter, aren't you afraid? Oh, James, he brought us here. He meant us to see and hear this. I mean to hear it. Yes, I am terrified, but, but come on. And none can help. Not the Father, not us. It's a burden of the living flesh and the perfect spirit. And none can help you. I'm afraid. I remember. Yes, I remember being afraid. But it's the flesh that fears. And in you is the power to overcome all the ills of the flesh. Even death itself. I know. But still you're afraid. Am I the body? Am I the spirit? I'm both of these. And while I wear flesh, the flesh is also me. And I am afraid. But I'll do it. We know. Moses, Elijah, when I take death upon myself, will you be there again to greet me? 
My lord, when you break the gates of hell, will you take us with you to set free the spirits in prison? You know that I will. And you know that we also will be with you? It was for you, for your time that we lived. We lived for you, Lord. And you will die for us. Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. And unto you, peace. They're gone. It was Moses and Elijah. He's coming. I can't look at him. His, his face Master. is so bright. Master. Yes, Peter. What do you want? Oh, Master, let us, let us build three tabernacles out of stone here. One for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Is that why I brought you here? I don't know. I don't know what to say, Master. What do you want us to... This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Don't be afraid. Get up from the ground. Don't be afraid. Master, whose voice was that? Don't you know your father's voice? Come, let's go down the mountain. Master, even Moses and Elijah called you Lord. Don't tell anyone what you saw here tonight until the Son of Man rises again from the dead. But when is that? You'll know. Now hurry. When Moses spoke with God in the mountain, what happened among the Israelites who waited for him? They worshipped the golden calf. It was a terrible sin. Well, while we've been here in the mountain, those who should know better have been committing not sin, but utter foolishness. Hurry. I thought you said your rabbi had given you his power. He has. We've often healed people before and cast out devils. <laughs> this little boy must be an unusually stubborn specimen then, is that it? I don't know. Then you can't help my son? Wait. Let us try again. There must be... Here he comes! Andrew. Oh, oh, his face is shiny. And his robe, Matthew. It's pure white. I, I've never seen such a pure white cloth in my life. Peace be unto you, my friends. What are you discussing with these Jerusalem scribes? Why, we came to see the mighty works we've heard about. But when we found you were gone, your uh, disciples here offered to cast out a devil for us. <laughs> but they couldn't do it. I'm sorry, Master. Where is this devil? In my son, Master. I, I brought you my son because he has a mute spirit. In all his life, he's never uttered a word. Oh, when he was a babe, he, he spoke a bit. But then the spirit came upon him and he fell silent. And, and sometimes he rages without making a sound. And he falls into the fire or, or throws himself into water as if to drown himself. And sometimes he strikes out at us and gnashes his teeth and, and foams at the mouth. And then other times he just sits. Silent. 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 
and we weep for him because he he's a beautiful child and when he was an infant he was the pride of my life master if you can do anything at all please take compassion on us and help us if if you can believe anything everything is possible for you lord i believe oh please help my unbelief child you know who it is who touches you mute spirit free this child's tongue deaf spirit hear me i command you to come out of him and enter this child no more lord 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 look he's killed the child do you think this is death child you know who holds your hand rise up and know your father. Hold my hand. I am. Amos. Amos. Do you know me? Father, have I been very bad? He spoke to me. Oh, Amos, you spoke to me. Dear child, take back your hand. No, don't let go of me. You can hold to me more surely with your heart than with your hand. Peace be unto you. Well, I must say, I'm very, very impressed. I didn't do it for you. Well, of course, you did it for the child. But it does no harm to show the world your power, I imagine. The world has seen nothing of my power. The world has received none of my gifts. The shepherd has led the sheep to pasture, and still they refuse to eat. Faithless generation! How long shall I be with you? How long must I endure you? What is this? Who's he talking to? the faithless generation? Now, scribes, you've seen the sign you came for. What would you do now? Why, go home. Go back to Jerusalem. Tell the others that you are indeed a man of power. I have made a ladder for legless men. What do you mean by that? After what you have seen, why don't you believe? But we do believe, I suppose. Then follow me. Where is he going? You're his disciple. What did he mean by that? He meant what he said. Follow him. Master, tell me, why couldn't we cast out the devil? Master, we did just what we've done before, and, and yet nothing happened. You couldn't cast him out because of your lack of faith. But, Master, we do have faith. I tell you that if you had the faith as great as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move over there, and it would move. And nothing would be impossible to you. But, Master, we have faith. We've healed people before and cast out devils in your name before. When you left the house, you knew that I was fasting. You knew that I came here to pray. Yet when you came here, were you fasting? Did you pray? We, we brought bread so that when the fast ended, we'd have something to eat. And then we got hungry and ate. After all you have seen, and you worried about where you would get bread after our fast? 
and then your body so ruled you that you couldn't keep from eating the bread just because you were hungry and the bread was there. But we didn't know you wanted us to fast. I was fasting, and I told you to follow me. What did he say? Why couldn't we cast out the devil? I suppose this kind of devil only comes out if you're fasting and praying. Rabbi, Rabbi, tell us. What did you mean when you asked, how long shall I be with you? Where are you going? I'm going where no man can follow me. Oh, but I thought you said for us oh, to... Never mind. We saw what we came for. Let's get back to Jerusalem. What did you mean, Master, that where you're going no man can follow? Don't you want us to follow you? The Son of Man is to be given up into the power of men, and they will kill him, and then on the third day he will be raised again. Master, don't speak of dying. It isn't the dying I spoke of. There's Capernaum at last. It'll be good to be home. My family isn't up to this, you know, having me disappear all the time. Well, you don't have to follow the master, you know. I wasn't complaining. I was just glad to be home. Simon, tell me, what did you do with the master there in the mountain? Yes, please, tell us. Why did he come down from the mount with his face shining? I can't tell you, Stephen. He forbade us. Look there. The master's walking alone with Judas. What about it? It'll just make Judas that much harder to put up with. He already thinks he's the greatest among us because the master lets him carry the purse and do our buying and arrange our lodging. Judas is hardly the greatest among us, John. No, Simon, you are. Me? That's ridiculous, Thomas. Well, you're always the one who speaks up first and tells us what to do when he isn't with us. It's John that the master loves most of any of us. You know that. Me? What do you mean? The way he looks at you when he speaks to you, as if you were his brother or his son. What does it matter which of us he loves most? Well, if he means what he says about being killed, I, I suppose one of us will have to take his place. If we aren't supposed to just go home and forget we ever knew him. No one could take his place, Thomas. You would, Peter. Didn't he say that on this rock he'd build his church? Oh, I'm only a little stone. He meant that he would found his church on the rock of faith. Or revelation from God, not me. See? You're the one who always is sure you understand what he means. Uh, uh, peace be unto you. Uh, you, listen, uh, was that Jesus of Nazareth? Yes, it is. And we're his disciples. He's a great man. He is. A, uh, is he the Messiah? What do you think? I know he has a power of God in him. My sister was taken with a devil... And I heard that there were some men going about casting out devils just by using the name of Jesus. We're the men who are doing that. Do you want us to come to your sister? Oh, no. There's no need. I prayed to God and asked him to cast out the devil in the name of Jesus. And the devil came out. My sister's fine. But you can't do that. What? You can't do that. You have to be ordained before you can work miracles in his name. But, but, but I did it. And the devil came well, out. Well, you'd better not do it again. You'd better not... Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I won't. Never I, I... mind, friend. You meant well. And the devil did come out.
home in cold as stone. Come on, Peter, help me lay a fire. Peter? You called me Peter. Well, if the master thinks you should be called Peter, so do I. What were you discussing as we walked into the city? Discussing? Oh, well... Stephen? Thomas? James? What were you discussing? This is where he lives. But we can't go in. All of you, all twelve of you, I have something to say. Come in, children. Are you Jesus of Nazareth? I am. Did you come to see me? Are you the Messiah? What do you think? I am only the smallest in the family. But I think, I think you are. And what will the Messiah do? Make everybody happy. And so you came to me. I want to be happy. Here, sit with me. Yes, here, where I can hold you. These men are my friends, my twelve apostles and some other good men who love me. But not as much as they love themselves. Pastor. In truth, I tell you, unless you become converted, unless you are changed to be like little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You want us to be like a child? Whoever humbles himself like this little child, he is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives my Father who sent me. And whoever is the least among you, he will be great. Look at this boy. He is the smallest in his family. Yet he is the one who came to me. Master, we met a man today who was casting out devils in your name even though he wasn't one of us. And we forbade him, because he wasn't an apostle. Why should you forbid him? If he has such faith that he can cast out a devil, and if he does it in my name, then he is our friend, not our enemy. For whoever isn't against us is with us. Then why did you ordain us, if we weren't supposed to be above the others? I ordained you to serve the others. But you are no closer to me than they are unless you serve them as I serve you. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to the anointed one, I tell you, he shall not lose his reward. But whoever offends one of these little ones which believe in me, even though my followers seem helpless and small, it would have been better for that man that a millstone had been hung around his neck and that he had been drowned in the depth of the sea. Be careful not to despise someone just because he isn't great in the eyes of the world. For I tell you that in heaven the souls of children are always in the sight of my Father. <laughs> I am a shepherd, and my flock cries out to be fed. Do you think my flock is only twelve? Come here, Stephen. And you, Amos. You are no strangers to the Spirit of God. Now you will have his power. And Jesus appointed seventy men and sent them two by two, preaching and baptizing in every city 
preparing the way before him wherever he might go. What he commanded the apostles when they went out preaching, he also commanded the seventy to heal the sick, to carry neither money nor supplies, to stay wherever they were accepted, and to shake off the dust of their feet wherever they were refused. Master, are Stephen and the other seventy to take our place because we aren't good enough? Of course not, Peter. My twelve apostles are still my twelve apostles. But the harvest is great, and the laborers are few. You should be glad that there are seventy others to help us in our work. Don't be jealous, Simon. The Son of Man is the servant of all men, not of one or two. After all I've shown, how can you doubt me? Thank you.